You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. There were certainly many uh, narratives when you looked at the four quarterbacks who participated yesterday on Championship Sunday. But dare I say... Nobody had more at stake in terms of reputation than Lamar Jackson. Certainly if the 49ers had lost yesterday and if the the margin especially had stayed the same as it was, we would be having copious amounts of conversation today about (laughs) how Brock Purdy needs to be replaced. So from a a weight standpoint, he probably had more because it's not like Lamar Jackson's going to lose his job. Yeah, but since the 49ers won and since the Ravens lost, it allows for, you know, the Purdy discourse to, again, continue to be what it is and the Lamar Jackson discourse to now you dive into it a little deeper because he will not be playing another game this season. And and listen, he already had a lot before having the poor playoff record that he did until last week when they beat Houston. But yesterday on the biggest stage, or the second biggest stage next to the Super Bowl. Yep. Against the other guy who everyone is compared to. Against and yeah, you can best. look at you can look at the raw numbers and say, yeah, he didn't play poorly. But ultimately quarterbacks are judged by the games that they win and how they win them. And Patrick Mahomes made virtually no mistakes yesterday. Correct. Virtually no mistakes, as he has done so far this entire postseason. Lamar Jackson, I mean, I, what was he doing? Throwing into triple coverage in the end zone. When they were down two, they, they had the field goal in their pocket. And all of a sudden, it's just like, throw it to the end zone in triple coverage. Not to mention just some of the body language that I saw. I mean, I saw the frustration. And I get it. It, I mean, it's human, but he's the on-field leader. And you wonder if things like what happened with Zay Flowers stemmed from the fact that there was just an overall general sense on that sideline and in that huddle of tightness and pressure. And that's another thing that great quarterbacks do is they tend to lower the pressure level. The famous Joe Montana before the biggest drive of his life in Super Bowl twenty three, three minutes to go, backed up in his own eight yard line or whatever it was. Hey, is that John Candy? Hey, is that John Candy? That was Joe Cool. That's how he decided. I mean, but not that Lamar needed to get, hey. Is that David Simon, that, creator of the wire? That's that jerk Paul Rudd who always roots we for the Chiefs. Him. But now the questions, and listen, I'm not saying that you know Lamar Jackson doesn't deserve to be the MVP. The MVP is voted on based on what you do in the regular season. I get that. But it was hard not to watch that game yesterday and think that the MVP was wearing 15. Yeah, I want to know your answer to this question. Because you asked, you asked it earlier, is he who we thought he, you know, he was? Or is he who we thought 
Is he is he who we thought he was? We he was. Yeah. Um, because I am I'm sensing and this is going back to our discussions over the years that you have always been a bit tepid in your praise of Lamar. That you don't like if you were building a franchise, that he would not be the guy that you would start with, obviously. I mean, because he's not Mahomes. All right, let's take Patrick Mahomes off the table. Who would you start a franchise with? Pick any quarterback. Josh Allen. I'm not picking Lamar. Yeah, I'd pick Josh Allen. I'd pick Allen first. Mm -hmm. Joe Burrow would be up there. Joe Burrow would be. I mean, on the other hand, and and I know in the happy hour, we're going to talk a little about regular season versus postseason. And and the impetus for that was a discussion that I had with Iowa JD yesterday, where essentially he said, Lamar's not good. And I said, okay, like, like we need to chill. You know, and that's that's like these wild swings with this discussion that I it's hard for me to to and I, I this is not what you're saying obviously, but where he says I judge a player in the postseason and that is why I say Lamar is not good, and you care about the regular season. I say the same thing about Kirk too because this whole discussion was is he Kirk Cousins, and to that I I mean I obviously disagree because what are we to do then with two MVP seasons? He will win the MVP. Next, what, Saturday or Thursday, whenever they announce it, he will win that. That has to mean something. It has to matter to some degree. So when, when you ask, is he who we thought um, he was, I I think that he can reach that level. I think because he has shown it. You know, I, he has done it multiple seasons now. His record as a starter is, I'm going to see if I can pull it up real fast. It's spectacular, John. As a starting quarterback... Lamar Jackson, the number of wins versus the number of losses, it is an incredibly high winning percentage. As a starter, let's see if this is the right. I just want to make sure I have the correct number. He is 58-19 and as a starter in the regular season. That is incredible. He completed 67% of his passes this year, 3,600 yards. On the ground, he added many more rushing yards. He is himself someone that you have to defend. He added 821 rushing yards. So, I mean, right there, we're talking about, what's that, 4,400 yards? He changes the math of the equation. So I don't like the, you know, he's, he's bad because he's performed poorly in the playoffs. While I also do understand that this is where, this is where legacy is made. This is where we decide who is Joe Montana and who is Patrick Mahomes and who is Dan Marino. And that's 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 where Lamar is trending. Is he's he's trending towards the Dan Marino. He's going to put up some great numbers. He's going to win a lot of games until the postseason. Mm-hmm. This is the second chance he's had as the number one seed to get all of his playoff games at home. The first time they, they didn't, didn't even, even get win. around the they didn't get out of the first game. This time at least they did that. But yesterday, you know. Fifty-four percent completion percentage, and a very costly interception. Yeah, I mean that—that that was essentially the nail in the coffin. And the the other thing about this one, and and I thought Al hit it on it well when we had him last hour. I am still perplexed by the game plan in general. You know. Yeah, and that and I that, don't, I do and not that's get not the, Lamar's fault. Uh, yes, exactly. I do not get what Munkin was doing with this team that is so downhill that runs the ball so well all year long, all year long. What are they doing? Dropping him back that many times? Right. You know, that was the curious thing to me. Did he perform admirably? Admirably, yes. Did he perform great? Certainly not. No. He was nowhere near as as good as he needed to be if they were going to ask him to do that. But there is a part of me that goes all the way back and I just say, what was that? 
What was the purpose of doing that? And yet, in the end, they are a fumble at the goal line away from the game being completely different for those yes. you know, final however, what quarter, essentially. That was the beginning of the fourth quarter. The quarter's a whole lot different. But still, the three quarters to get to that point were not very good either. Right. And then after that, of course, it wasn't very good after that. No, that's true. And the, and the interception happened in the end zone. I mean, in both those drives, you lost points. Mm-hmm. You literally lost points. Yeah, because you had the best field goal kicker in the game, you would have gotten at least three. At least three. Out of either of those, had those mistakes not happened, assuming that subsequent plays didn't end up in touchdowns. But unfortunately, you know the 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 that that cloud is always gonna is gonna be continuing to hang over Lamar Jackson. And you're right, having the MVPs are great, but. Ultimately, you're judged by how you do at the end. And the ends have not, I was going to say the ends haven't justified the means, but the ends haven't justified the greatness. There's no doubt. When it comes to the, when you play Lamar Jackson, you're like, oh God, this guy just frustrates the ever-loving crap out of you in ways that few guys can. There are things he does that not even Mahomes does. But Mahomes has now reached that esteemed level where he still does those things. But now, you know, it's no longer the the dancing down the sidelines, you know, touchdown against Tennessee. He's still capable of doing those things. He doesn't do those things. He picks his spots more. He picks his spots more because he realizes that he, he understands where his team's strengths and weaknesses are and what is being asked of him. And then he's able to, you know, he, he's, he's given so many groceries by Andy Reid, and he's still able with his skills to craft some things and craft a good meal. Whereas with Lamar yesterday, yeah, he wasn't given the best groceries in the world, but he could have done better with what he had. You wonder, you know, and I start thinking of, you know, historical comps, and obviously Mahomes is getting compared to Brady, and rightfully so, and who is Brady's foil or rival? His rival is Peyton Manning, and right. that was a guy. I mean, it's it's funny. They do so in, in obviously different ways, Manning and Lamar, that is, in terms of one's a dual threat, the other is not, but Peyton Manning, what was the biggest negative on him for years? Great in the regular season, sucks in the playoffs. And that was true. He was someone who would put up – he had MVP campaigns. I still remember the year he set the all-time touchdown record, and it was like, this guy is a monster. There's no way he's going to get beat in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And whether it's because teams now have a full season of tape on you, whether it's because they're bringing out new plays or new play designs or whatever it is, schemes against you that they haven't shown or just fortifying them a little bit more, the same thing is now happening with him. And it's funny because Peyton Manning, while he won two Super Bowls, I, I wouldn't like say that he was awesome in either of those postseasons. No. Especially not the Broncos one, but not even really the Colts one. That was Bob Sanders and that defense getting healthy at the right time. They played in a very unmemorable Super Bowl where he wasn't, you know, he wasn't great throughout that. They got to another one. He was horrible against the Saints. He threw a pick six that cost him the game. He was horrible against the Seahawks, but he has two Super Bowls. Eventually, he broke through that ceiling and he and he won one. And there's like so all of that to say, me, I do think that he has that in him, just like I think that Josh Allen has that in him. But 
on the other sideline is the NFL's version of Michael Jordan. And and it was like, look, I think that, that Charles Barkley is great. And I can think that Patrick Ewing is great. And I can think that Sean Kemp and Gary Payton or Carl Malone and John Stockton. But at the end, if the boss level is Michael Jordan, and in this case, if it's Patrick yeah. Mahomes, you know, it's almost one of those, man, don't you wish you played in a different era? Because then you wouldn't have to go against that guy. Though if, if you played in the previous era, you had Brady. So it's not like you had a, it a whole lot easier. Am I right? I'm trying to go through my quick mental Rolodex. Mahomes, I, I, you know, Flacco, Flacco came back this year, but Mahomes is the only active AFC Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yep, Outside Roth, of Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger's retired. retired. Brady's retired. Yep, and then and then yeah, Flacco. And then there was Flacco, and he did come back this year, but you know he's probably not coming Man, back next ago. year. Yeah, I mean you just look at the last decade plus, and you look at the Super Bowl champions. He's the, he's the only wow, active NFC AFC championship quarterback so all of those other guys as great as that league Aaron Rodgers but Rodgers didn't really people play forget about year. Aaron Rodgers yeah, I mean literally we and he got about traded him. into that conference well hell John how many Super Bowl winning quarterbacks are in the league right now it's a small list Tom it Brady. is Tom Brady Stafford took him too much. Stafford it's Stafford Mahomes Rodgers and Flacco is that the list right now oh it's getting to be like the uh like college, the college football. football yeah <laughs> we don't have Drew Brees coaches. we don't have Tom Brady that's true wow now, you know, well, we have Russell. You, you say Russell Wilson. And Russell, and he's in the AFC. Let's ride. He is in the well, AFC. Well, he was so. in the AFC. He will be, he will, who knows where he'll who be Who knows week. where he'll be. Gross. But, in, I mean, in terms of actual competitors, no. He's the one. Because in the playoffs, it was two-time MVP in Lamar Jackson. Josh Allen hasn't won an MVP or a, he hasn't even gotten to a Super Bowl just yet. Uh, C.J. Stroud was in his rookie season. Mm-hmm. Tua. Obviously not. Who else am I forgetting? Sad. And uh, Kenny Pickett slash Mason Rudolph in Pittsburgh. Jeff writes, didn't watch the whole game, but wow, Zay Flowers is going to take heat. The fumble, hey, it happens, and he was trying to make a play. Disagree. Stupid. That's stupid. You didn't have to dive for the ball, dive for the goal line there no. in so traffic. You, I, I'm always, and I know we're, we got to go to Mitch, but I'm curious, what... What do people want him to do in that moment instead of die for the end zone? I never understand. Don't, this. Ex- don't extend he, the ball. Did he really? Did he didn't like do this? It wasn't extended. He, he exposed that far. the ball. He didn't have it underneath. He didn't have it in the crook of so his arm. So you say die, but just keep it here. Well, yeah. I, I okay. don't care if you leave your feet. Okay. But when you when you expose the ball, when you expose the ball like that, it gets poked out. If he gets tackled right where he is, it's first and goal at the one. The odds of them scoring a touchdown are very, very good, even as much as Munkin wasn't calling run plays. Some, they're going to get in the end zone. At yeah. the very least, they could get three, which would have helped. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, don't exp- you can't expose the ball like that. You just can't. And, and, and again, and credit to... Um, yeah, I know. Why can't I remember his name either? Man, that was Sneed. Yeah. Who's having a great season, by the way. Because he had both hands on it. Yeah, he had both hands on it. But you can't expose the ball in that spot. Interesting. Not in traffic. I think this is definitely where, where I, you and I kind of do part ways sometimes. Is like He dove. He was diving for the end zone. I feel like I've seen that work a lot more than I haven't. I would agree. Exactly. And that's great. But you've got to know your surroundings. You've got to understand the situation. It's more important that you have the ball. It's, And I've always said this about diving for the pylon, diving for the goal line. It's situational. 
you got to know. If that's fourth down and he's got to get in the end zone, absolutely. It was second and eight. If it's the last play of the game and you've got to get absolutely. How much time's left in the game? I mean, a quarter, basically. Yeah. It's the start of the fourth quarter. You got the whole fourth quarter. Take your yards. Don't expose the football. Know your surroundings. What I thought was stupid was was that after that play where he got so mad he hit the it bench was literally and cut his hand hit the open. bench and cut his hand yeah. open. Yeah, I thought that was dumb. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, he had it. It was <laughs> well. It really to me the more egregious thing was the penalty earlier. The one on that the, drive, the taunting. Oh yeah, it was stupid too. It he was, could have scored on that play, and then he pushes the guy down. Idiot. Uh, Headley says exactly. You got to know when it's appropriate to expose yourself. Yeah, it's very important to know when to yes. expose yourself. You got to know when to hold him and know when to fold him, mm. and know when Mitch Sherman is coming up next on sixteen twenty the zone. But happy Super Bowl to all those who celebrate from FanDuel, and because a certain someone is going to be at the game, more people will be interested in the Super Bowl, even though they have no idea what a football is. But if you're like me, Super Bowl is about the game. It's about the football. And it's about grabbing your snacks and also placing some really good bets. Mm-hmm. So think about joining FanDuel right now because new customers join today. You get $200 in bonus bets. Is that that's 200? That's $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. That means you can get involved today. You can bet on something in the next two weeks. All you have to do is win that first $5 bet and get $200 in bonus bets. And then imagine all the fun you can have on Super Sunday betting football things. So many prop bets, John. Go to FanDuel.com slash 1620. Take advantage of this great offer. By the way, the line will be telling you about it over the next couple of weeks. Currently, the Niners minus 1.5. The total is 47.5. There will be a bevy of props. There will be a ton of Super Bowl specials. Go again to that website, FanDuel.com slash 1620, and get $200 in bonus bets if that first bet of $5 or more wins. FanDuel.com. Slash 1620. 21 plus in President Iowa. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 bets off. You've worked hard for what you have your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.